Welcome to the Rural Revitalization Network podcast with your hosts, Pastor Rob Beckett and Dr. Desmond Barrett, the founders of the Rural Revitalization Network. The network is committed to encouraging pastors, churches, and communities throughout rural America to engage, equip, and empower through local resources to build God's church. Welcome to episode 39 of the Rural Revitalization Network podcast with your host, Pastor Rob Beckett, and myself, Dr. Desmond Barrett. On today's episode, we want to share with you about members are more than numbers. Yeah, throughout the last uh, year and a half or so, numbers have become more of a focus of many churches and many church leaders. As pastors, you know, they get together and, and the first thing they want to ask each other is, or what's your numbers running or where are you at and how's the offering and, and, and all these things. And so uh, the numbers become the people. The numbers become our congregants instead of the people becoming our congregants. And so I think the one thing that this past season has shown us is that our uh, metrics for measurement and success must change. Uh, in the past, we measured by counting bodies in the seats and, and how many attended our Sunday morning worship service. But our matrix needs to be touches. How many touches have we made this week? In other words, touch points. Instead of numbers on a wall or numbers on a plaque or numbers in a bulletin, they need to be how many touches have we made this week. And so let's look at three big points that we want to talk about. Members are more than numbers. And the first point is this, is the church will prevail because of its members, regardless of what numbers on a page say. You know, weekly I scroll through my social media feed and see how God has stretched the church to reach new people in new ways outside the four walls. And I want to say, Pastor, I want to say, listener, these are exciting times for God's church. Yeah, well, the pandemic has shifted the church from traditional settings in a lot of ways, from that sanctuary gatherings to parking lot gatherings. The church has stretched to serve its community in new ways. You see, kingdom building has taken place through the community feeding programs and in creative ways in churches, turning their broadband services into hotspots to help children who are primarily schooled at home and still achieve their education. And, and I get it. While the church metrics may be stuck decades behind, that's counting people in the pews. The church, hear me now, the church of Jesus Christ is growing under the pressure. And I believe we believe here at the network it will come out stronger, meaning you, your local church, and the Big C Church of Christ will come out stronger because of this pandemic. Yeah, I just recently in this past year, give my past year's pastor's report, and one thing I did say in that is that God has extended our stakes in our tents. And so what that means is, is, is God has helped us to take what we were already doing and expand it. And, and whether it's through a Zoom or, or whatever conferences or, or Facebook Live or, or various other things, God has taken the stakes of our tent and expanded it so that we can cover more territory, more places, more people. That's just like my dad is in West Virginia. And he watches our service on a regular basis now. We have people across the country that watch us out of Washington and, and California and some other places. And so God has helped us to do that. It has stretched us, like you said. Uh, Nina Gunner, uh, I, I just 
I've always wanted to meet her. I got to uh, meet her briefly uh, at our district assembly. And one thing she said that was very poignant, very, very good, is that she says the church has evolved, changed to meet the culture, the environment, the, the challenges, the circumstances, but without changing the message of Jesus Christ. We can reach the world without acting like the world. And that, and that is what uh, we need to be looking at, that things are different than they were before. And we can't be just uh, who shows up on Sunday morning, basically gets a prize or gets a gold star because they showed up. The people that, need, uh, that we ought to be awarding gold stars are the ones that we're able to touch and help that are broken and hurting in our community, that maybe we helped them with food or helped them with something else or gave them a, a prayer of encouragement or, or whatever it may be. Those are the gold stars that we should be counting and not how many is on Sunday morning. You know, Rob, just this past uh, week, uh, we reworked our worship card. It used to be a bulletin. Uh, you know, open and shut like a book on, on each page. And then we went to a card front and back on cardstock. And now literally it looks like a, uh, a door hanger. It's, it's a very thin thing. So I had to clean some things out. You know what I took out? I took out how many we had in, Mon uh, yeah. in Sunday morning worship. Yeah. I took out how much offering was brought in. I even took out Please, please forgive me, but I even took out all the listing of everybody who had an illness and was sick and was uh, dying and needed Jesus and all that. Uh, and I moved that over to our private Facebook page. Yeah. And you know what I put on the front? I put on what is our mission and who are Amen. we following? And I put on our, our scripture and I put on what I call life notes where you get to fill in. And I put on how we're reaching our community and how you can give to this missional activity. And it's become more about others than ourselves. And I get it. I get it. You know, we're trained from Bible college days. We're trained from that ministry uh, preparation program. We're trained at our, our universities. How many are you running? Yep. What size church are you going to? How big's your budget? And we even get awards at district assembly, uh, you know, uh, superintendent growth awards, general superintendent growth awards. What are we looking for? We're looking for at least 10 percent growth. Mm -hmm. But you know what matters more than numbers? It's that individual that makes up the numbers. Yeah. And, I, and I've been one of those pastors who has joked with my Sunday school superintendent, my SDMI chairman. And I've said, well, when you're counting this week, it's pretty low. Why don't you count some ears? Hmm. Right? Because I, but because I understand that we, we want to pad the numbers to make ourselves look good. But at the end of the day, when we're standing in front of the throne room of God, and we're in the throne room of God, and we're being judged, we're going to be judged for the padding of numbers. We're going to be judged for looking at people not as Christ would look at them, but as what our denomination. And I, I, I hear me now. While the general church has its matrix, and I get it, and I, I'm supportive of our church, we have to realize that the counting of these people in the pews is not as important as counting how many touch points, as Rob loves to say. If I was to get a tattoo, I need to put the tattoo touch point, because Rob has reminded me, and hopefully you as a listener, that we have to be intentional in reaching people outside of our walls. Church leaders have to see these optical obstacles as opportunities to find new ways to share the gospel in clear and effective ways. And how do we do that? It's not only going to be inside the four walls, but it's going to be outside reaching our community. Amen.
Well, the second thing is, is that we have to have the authenticity of relationships and it's magnified by connecting with people. Now, now when I talk about this or when we talk about this, when the church was closed from our people, and I'm talking about a building, and leaders, you had to shift to developing more profound, meaningful relationships. And we could see this through telephone calls and handwritten notes and meals left at doors and, and daily texting and encouragement. And we've all become televangelists, you know, with Facebook and YouTube and Vimeo and all of those that's out there. And for many, before the pandemic, our church truly was one hour. We were an in and out. And if you were lucky, you had a small group that would come to Sunday school. And so maybe two hours. And it was truly superficial. And we would smile and greet each other. How you doing? Good, 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 good. Everybody's great. Everybody's wonderful. Mm. And we were all fake. But the pandemic, thank God for this pandemic. The pandemic has forced the church to view relationships with numbers in a new light. Yeah. It's no longer about the pew sitter. It truly is about the people that sit in those pews. Amen. And you're right. Uh, the pandemic has enriched relationships, uh, and you just touched on it uh, back beforehand. Yeah, we'd see someone, oh, hey, uh, Susie Q, or what, whoever we may meet, and pat them on the back, and, and I love you, miss you, and all these things. And then the next week, we do the same thing. But with the pandemic, what happened, we were not able to see. So, and, and, and I'll be honest with you, I, I was convicted on this. So all the ones that always patted on the back and, and were good to see you, how many times did I call them or see them or whatever it may be during the pandemic that we were shut down or shut in or whatever you want to call it? And what this pandemic did is, is brought out the authenticity of these relationships. Were these relationships real? Did we really care for the people or did we just care for them when they're in front of our eyeballs and we see them? Relationships do matter more than numbers. God is calling his church to grow deeper and not just wide. Uh, it's like the I, I call the mud puddle Christian. Well, we can have mud puddle churches also. Uh, with a mud puddle Christian or a mud puddle church, uh, they might be wide, but they don't have no depth to them. You might, you might step in them and they might make a splash, but there's no lasting effect of them. And, and so... Uh, we can't be mud puddle uh, Christians and mud puddle churches. We ha we need to grow deep and live tall. That has been a, uh, uh, I don't know, you want to call it a motto or whatever you want to call it for our church for several years now, is that we are to uh, live, uh, get our roots down deep so that we can live tall, strong lives. Uh, Jeremiah 17, 7 and 8 says, it says, Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord and whose hope is in the Lord. For he shall be like a tree planted by the waters, which spreads out its roots by the river and will, uh, will not fear when he comes. Believe me, we've been in, some, in a heat season right now. We've been, we've been in a, uh, a drought or a heat wave. But its leaves will, not, uh, will be green. They will not wither. And they will not be anxious in the year of drought, nor will they cease to bear fruit. I'm going to tell you, you know, what, that's where we're at right now. Since the beginning of this year of 2021, I've been taking my church through the book of Acts, and really, we, we've spent every week looking at a chapter. Some of them, like uh, Acts chapter 2, we spent three weeks in it because there's so much rich material there. And it's a reminder that throughout the history of the Christian church, when oppression hit the church, 
God's faithful were magnified, not for what they did, but how they worked together through the work of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. You know, in our local churches, we need more of the Holy Spirit. We understand God. We understand the, the Son, Jesus. But we're afraid in the Church of the Nazarene a lot of times to allow the Holy Spirit to move in creative ways to, to share the gospel with broken people hurting around the world. And sometimes those broken people are right across the street. This pandemic has enriched relationships by taking us deeper, taking that local church body deeper, allowing us to disciple with people deeper through personal interactions. And it's not just superficial, these weekly interactions, but relationships matter more than numbers. And I just believe in my heart of hearts that God is calling you God is calling us at the network. God is calling his church to grow deeper, not just more expansive in saying, look, here's another church, or look, here's another place that we're going into. If we're not healthy in the current places, how can we be healthy in planting places? Amen. The third of the, the three changes of more are more, uh, more members are more than numbers is that change has caused people to reexamine how I thought the church should be. Yeah, uh, the, the pandemic has caused us to focus on what really matters. Yeah, you know, we talked about relationship, but there's other things that really matter. And what does really matter? Uh, people, uh, the lost matter, uh, effective evangelism matters, uh, uh, discipling matters, um, encouraging, edifying each other matters. Uh, looking at our pro, we we talked about this in several other episodes, and uh, but sometimes maybe it's time to trim a program out that no longer is is being as effective as it was maybe in the day it was initiated, but maybe it needs to be trimmed today. Uh, we it really matters, and so we have to look at what really matters, re-examine our, our uh, everything ourselves uh, and everything else, and even the th- way we do church. Uh, the pandemic has caused the members, the wheat, to be incredibly hungry. Wow. You know, that is something that I have seen. That, And I sat in, in these uh, Bible studies we just started recently, and I look and, and how hungry the, the people are now. The ones that are hungry for the, the togetherness, hungry for truth, hungry for corporate worship. Man, I'll tell you what, this season has... Has has made the people that were um, I, 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 the the pure the consecrated Christian that devoted Christian the dedicated Christian it has made them hungrier and hungrier and they want more of God and they want more of what He has to offer and and but also in a corporate setting we're a body you know we're not just separate parts laying around on a table like an autopsy table. We're a whole body that functions together, and that has brought this right back into us. Uh, there, there is now a refocus, recommitment, reevaluation, and realignment in the church. And I say, praise God! You know, take this time. That yes, it's hard. Yes, it was rough, and, and it's still rough at times. But praise God that that He has shown us how the uh, more like what the church should be. And re-examine ourselves. Paul says, and I love it when Paul says, uh, examine yourselves to know that you're in the faith. Man, I'll tell you what, if that scripture doesn't apply more than it does now, 
uh, we need to be examining ourselves, not only personally, but as a church and as a church body. And are we doing everything that God is intended for us to do? You know, for the first time in decades, we have truly an opportunity to look around the church. This pandemic has forced churches, has forced us as leaders to reevaluate uh, how they view numerical membership. You know, while society has changed every day, the church has pretty much stayed the same. Mm-hmm. We've talked about it before in episodes. I love to play the game. What error have I have I walked into when I walk into a lobby of a church? Is it the 1980s, the 1970s, sometimes the 1960s? And recently I was in a church. It was the 1950s in their bathrooms. But you know, for members, this sedentary life surrounded by familiar and comfortable is safe. It traps us. It traps the church into a club mentality where ties are viewed as dues for membership in the local church. But now this pandemic has forced us to reevaluate things. The church has shifted. It has shifted from one large gathering to multiple smaller communities of worship. And I believe that's a good thing, that it's just not Sunday and we're done. It's just not one hour and we're done. It is truly walking together with Christ followers. The church is shifting from my church to our church, from a we, from a me church to a we church, meaning a community church. It creates this opportunity for spiritual growth like never before, as you've shared, Rob. And, and I just believe that people are beginning to view worship as worship mm. and not just a place to be on Sunday because it's tradition. Amen. And, and uh, one thing that I like that, Early on, back early last year when uh, 2020, when all this started, there was one, there, there's a lot of words that I wish we could get away from. Pandemic, you know, coronavirus, all that stuff. I wish we could just get away from that. But there is one word that I do like, and I think that's uh, is what we're saying here is pivot. There had to be a pivot. We, uh, there had to, you know, in basketball, you have a, a pivot around, and that is exactly what we've had to do. We have had to change position, not in position of, of the gospel. I, and I think you know that, uh, you listeners out there, you know I'm, that's not what I'm saying. But what we have uh, to do as, as a church, the way we've done things, we've had to pivot the way we've done things before, the way we do things now. And I, I tell you what, I, I give God the glory for it. I, I, I think it's good. God did in a matter of moments what we, it would have took us decades or if we ever would have done it. And God did it almost instantly. Well, I, I, I think that's so good. You should, you should pause right here and go back and hear that again. Is that God has done in just this short time, in this moment, what we as the church have been trying to accomplish over decades. And so here are hearts. Don't get us wrong. Numbers are one sign of church health. One keyword. It should not be the be all end all for that local church as it's been for too long. See numbers on a number board on the wall or a bulleted board represent something more than a number. It represent a name, a family. It represents discipleship opportunities. It represents mentoring opportunities. It represents teaching opportunities. It ultimately represents the church life. Numbers matter only when the church realizes 
And when I say the church, you, Pastor, your leadership team, Pastor, realizes that there are members or prospective members behind each of those numbers. When we look at these three things today, members are more than numbers. We're truly evaluating the church will prevail because of its members, regardless of what numbers are on the page say. The second thing is, is that authenticity of relationships is magnified by connecting with people. And the third is change has caused people to reexamine how I thought the church should be. Yeah, it's, uh, and so we just want to encourage you. Uh, we are here for you. Uh, we have several different ways that Desmond's going to tell you about for it to reach out to us. We are available, and we want to uh, pray with you. We want to help you. We want to encourage you. And uh, the the network is here. It's not just here for you. It's it can be part of you. A network. We're we're together in this thing, and so let us share together, walk together, and experience uh, Christ together. I love that, Rob. It's such a sweet reminder. There's many things that are happening behind the scenes that our network partners will hopefully hear about in the next three to six months, and I can't wait to unveil it, and we want you to be a part of it. And so how do you how, how can you become a part of it? Well, the first thing you could do is rate, review, subscribe, and share this podcast, the Rural Revitalization Network podcast. Share it with your colleagues. Share it with your church members. If you are a pastor or a staff person, you just need a hand up, a word of encouragement. All you have to do is message us on uh, Rural Revitalization Network on our Facebook page. Join the network. Uh, that's a safe place for you as a pastor and your lay people to share thoughts. Also, go to our website at rural-revitalization.network. There's an opportunity that you can email us there. Uh, Rob gets those emails. He forwards them on to me. We discuss them, and we want to reach out to you. If you need a site visit, Rob's itching to get out on the road, on the road again. And uh, he's ready to get ready to go on the road, and, and we could do Zoom calls or we could join you. But, my friends, we want you to be a part of this network. This network truly is for you. And until next week, friends, from Pastor Rob and myself, remember you are doing better than you realize. I want you to have a great week. God bless you.